You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. we got another reaction video for you this time. Uh, we're we're kind of seesawing between making fun of the right and the left. Uh, right now, we're making fun of Donald Trump. I know. Everybody loves him. He's near and dear to your heart. But, you know. I need to, I'm, I'm thinking about making a video where I'm underneath a blanket with eyeliner. And I'm just saying, leave Trump alone. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. Trump alone. Is, is, is your feel- I mean, he's so respectful of everybody else's feelings. I know we should be respectful of his, but we're not going to be. So it's, it's like dumping on, you know, Gandhi, right? I mean, you know, or, Gandhi was yeah. a pretty horrendous person. You know, what's funny is like, Most you'll find people. out something by this. I, yeah. I don't even know anything about history anymore. Like I just found out like <laughs> Benjamin Franklin said like a ton of crappy things about like Germans and like them, like mixing with normal Anglo-Saxons or something. And uh, I'm like, how many kids he had? Oh, uh, I know he had one out of wedlock. Did he have multiple? He had at least 20 that accused him of being their father. They know that at least a dozen were genetically related to him. So I know like Benjamin oh, Franklin wow. was a, he was in a sex cult he has a record in, in, uh, in Europe when he was over there. He was there the original France. Deuce Bigelow. My whole point of this is I really like the guy and then you wreck it. Now you guys are wrecking it even more. I mean, I just, here's the thing. I there's, there's nobody, there is no hero that you have in, in the existence of history that, wasn't also a jerk in some way, shape, or form. Everybody's done stuff because nobody's no human is perfect. You have so everybody's done something. So you kind of have to go. Okay, it's like I was watching one of the epic rap battles: Thomas Jefferson versus uh, Douglas uh, uh, Frederick, Frederick Douglas. Douglas. Frederick Douglas, which is a it's a great one, but it's also <laughs> very unfair because they were jumping on him about some things and didn't give Jefferson a chance to jump back. But you know, at the end of it, where he says. I just think there should be an asterisk next to your name. And it's like, <laughs> that's kind of the way it is. It's like everybody has other things that if we look back on them a hundred years later, you're like, Ew. I mean, I, I'm watching uh, a video series from Lindsay Ellis and she's talking about Disney trying to reinvent itself and trying to be woke, woke Disney as it were ah. by, by trying to f- do live action remakes of all their problematic movies from the past, like Dumbo where there was a lot of racism in Dumbo and there was a lot of sexism going around in a lot of their older stuff. Yeah, those and crows they won't even, in Dumbo were they won't even They won't even touch up. Song of the South, right? But the problem is, is that they don't do, they're just eh about it. They don't do a good job of it. It is horrible. But, you know, if you go look at anything from 20, 30, 40 years ago, you're going to have problems with it. So, I haven't seen anything as bad in Dumbo as what I saw in like Family Guy. I mean, I get the, the, the racism the, you, just from like the no, no, crows, no. right? Well, the crows, first of all, were white people who but voiced them, right? People who wrote them, and they wrote them in the minstrel style. Um, and then you got to remember that one of the leaders' name was Jim, Jim Crow. That's, I mean, I oh. see nothing. I see nothing but humor in all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remzo's out. We can't. <laughs> that was nuts. all those yeah. things are connecting now. I'm like. <laughs> But the thing is, the irritating thing is, is that was a really cool song in a great little show. Yeah. (laughs) Then when they did the remake, they they didn't have that. They just had a guy announcing and he was saying two of the three of the lines that were like the, well, I've seen a house fly and I've seen a dragon fly, but I've never seen a um, elephant fly. An elephant fly. That's that's the the things that the, the crows said before they got into their song. So they had an announcer say that, and that was it, right? So that's Sorry. the only reference they had to it. And the, and the other one was, 
that Dumbo was drinking, or was drunk. You know, the pink elephants on parade, and he's uh-huh. a baby getting drunk. So in the in the new version that they're being woke for, they didn't want to have the baby being drunk because that would be bad. So they had somebody come in with a bottle of champagne saying, we should celebrate. Give us to the elephant. And somebody said, you can't give a baby uh, elephant champagne. That's just wrong. The guy goes, okay, and turns around and leaves. That's the only reference they gave made to it in the wow. new movie. They're trying so to be woke about it. It's hilarious. I'm so glad I avoided it. I have not watched any of the Disney live action remakes. Because the, they're all they're all trying to no. they're trying to make fun of themselves. They 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 at the end of at the end of the Dumbo movie, apparently they um, uh, go to a theme park that the uh, the bad guy who was played by Michael Keaton uh, had had built, and it's basically Disney World. They have like so many references <laughs> to all the Disney rides and everything else, and they're just trying to kind of. Say hey, yeah, we 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 know we were bad, and we've got some stuff to work on or whatever. But they're trying to do it in a way that gets them off the hook without actually taking ownership of any of it. Wow, I I I I enjoy Disney, and I think it's fun, and I think everybody's got missteps, so you should leave them alone. If it wasn't for fetal alcohol syndrome and giving babies alcohol, would we even have any right wing in this country anymore? Come on. Anyway, uh, on to Trump, and let's just hear some things he's had to say about the coronavirus. The coronavirus. coronavirus. We have it very well under control. Five. This is their new hope. This is January 20th, right? They've got it all under control. Okay. This is the new hope. Typically, that will go away in April. It's going to go away in April, guys. It's it's the perfect, you know, the perfect response. He could still be right. (laughs) It's it's March. He's got about six days to make it right. So Mm -hmm. they would go away in April. Maybe I'm too early for this video. We're in great shape. In great shape. You know, one day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. And the risk to the American people remains very low. The risk to the American people remains very it's low. It's at, the ti- at the time he said those words, 221 cases inside the United States. So, you know, and, and all those mathematicians say it's going to explode. <laughs> Dummies. Dummies. Cal- mm, calculus math. nerds. Math nerds. Elitists. You think derivatives make you cool? Nerds. Nerds. You got to play the nerds thing. <laughs> nerds. Yeah. Over. Nerds. All right. There's some music when it says he's down. I think we have it very well under control. We have very little problem in this country yeah. at this moment. Now the vi- January 30th. Very, very little. We little didn't have very much no. problem in this country other than probably millions of people were infected and didn't know it. But other yeah. than that, we didn't have a problem at all. Right. Nobody's dying yet. <laughs> latent, yep. latent. Yeah. So yeah. Virus that we're talking about. Too. You know, a lot of people think that. I like how he says it too. Like he's like this, this coronavirus. Like you know what I mean? This stupid. You know, like, like yeah. This is this is like just like in a fly buzzing around his ear. Like you know, I don't know. This this nuisance that I keep having to address. You know, why am I being bothered with this? You know, it's like my kid with like piano lessons. Like you're you're piano le- I don't want to attend your piano lessons. You know, I don't want to. I'm sure you do a good job playing the piano and I just don't want to, I don't want to see it. You know, I'm a deadbeat dad. That's supposed to be funny. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just move on. That goes away in April with the heat. We have goes away in April for for the heat. 12 cases, 11 cases. Many of them are in good shape now. They're already recovered. I mean, January 30th. Did you know this Reinhold? They have 12 to 11 cases and all of them, already yeah. fixed i mean remza yeah, so obviously nobody will die yeah that i if, if those people are already healthy yeah 
They had 12, 11, 12 cases and everything got fixed already. So, well, that, but that didn't include the ones on the boat, right? Cause those weren't supposed to be in his numbers. He didn't want them in his numbers. No, nope. so we're not including them. That's not his fault. If you're on a ship, you're not an American citizen. Remember that. <laughs> Log that in. Especially if you, you know, if you get sick from eating raw oysters, like you're definitely not an American citizen. We accepted a few people, a small number of people. Uh, they're very- We accepted a small number of people. Well, confined. Confined. And they should be getting better fairly soon. That's uh, February 23rd, he's saying this, by the way. So we let some people come back in. They're confined. And... It's never going to get. Uh, we've had no deaths. I, I really think, doctor, you want to treat this like you treat the flu. So, <laughs> February 26th, doctor, treat this like you treat the flu. You got a broken leg, treat it like you treat a hangnail. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we treat hangnails all the time. I don't see what the problem is. So, just drink a lot and hope that it, you forget about it when you wake up. You know, if, if your bank account's empty, treat it like you would treat needing to take out the garbage. Just, yeah, yeah. Because of all we've done, the risk to the American people remains very low. Because of all we've done, the risk to the American people is just so oh, low. It's what February did they do? Did he, did he say what he did? Well, I just finished listening to a, like a month and a half worth of him saying we don't need to do anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, did he do something or did he do nothing? Now I'm confused. Well, he says he closed the borders with China and everybody told him he couldn't do that and shouldn't do that. And I'm like, nobody told you you shouldn't do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> he closed the borders with China. Yeah, wouldn't let anybody from China in. That's oh. how he stopped it from getting here. Mm, okay. He said that today. He actually said that today that if he hadn't done that, thousands more people would die, uh, have died. Now, what a lifesaver. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that if he also said to take this as a serious problem, he might have maybe had a couple more thousand saved you in know, his name. But You're just a bad reporter. You win some and you lose some. I'm a bad reporter. <laughs> me, and, uh, oh, Sean, me and Sean Spicer, I have to sit next to him during this thing, right? <laughs> when I saw that Sean Spicer now had a TV show and that he was asking the president questions, I actually forgot he even existed. Yeah. I mean, it's just a name. After, after, after Dancing with the Stars, he just like. Well, think about that. That's how, much, that's how much air that Trump takes out of the whole conversation. And people are complaining about all the, all the press are asking all these questions about Trump. He, that's what he wants. That's what he's doing this for. And it's daily and daily and daily. And everybody's always talking about it, Trump. It, that's what it, he wants. Here's the, you yeah, can't I mean, remember that this was only a year or two ago. It feels like a decade ago. Yeah, that's why Sean Spicer I don't, was a thing. Yeah, I, I I do not disagree with anything you're saying, and th- this is the hard thing, especially living in the swamp and having to surround myself with a lot of these people. It's like when you know people that really advocate for term limits, uh, they they like to yell at me and stuff at conventions, and I'm like, I, I don't blame the politicians. I really don't. I blame the voters. No one ever wants to it's blame the, the voters. voters. Exactly. And with and with we this have whole the thing, government we we want to have. Yeah, and I mean, with this whole thing, it, I just, like, I, I thought it was just the flu. I, I really did. And now we're living in now, and I feel, you know, I, I'm, I'm quite intimidated by what's going on. But the thing is, I saw this very early on. Before he even commented on it, it became a political issue. And people were trying to kind of push around and see where they were. That's why, and we were talking, you know, um, off air, um, you know, about whether – 
whether or not it should have been called the China flu. Well, I mean, regardless as to how you feel about that, I mean, CNN, MSNBC, the Washington Post were calling it the Chinese coronavirus, the Chinese Wuhan virus, the Wuhan virus. They were publishing it in both news and editorials. Chris Cuomo, Allison Camerata, uh, Jim Acosta, Anderson Cooper, almost everyone from NBC, they were calling it that. And then as soon as Trump kind of starts coming into it, people are like, okay, I've got to shift my language. I've got to shift my lingo. And I don't think... Regardless as to how he went on this, I don't think anyone's reactions would have been different. I just think it would have been on the reverse end of things. And I think that's the biggest folly we've taken from this because we have such distrust in the media and our civil institutions and each other. We didn't see this coming until it was actually affecting the people we knew. Yeah, this is this is the... And again, when as soon as you say, well, I trust this person to take care of it, I'm going to go about my normal life. I trust this person to take, I trust somebody else to take care of it. Somebody else will figure it out. And sad because there's actually a lot of people who don't trust Trump to, Trump to figure it out and still did nothing when they heard about it. You know, it's just, yeah. it, it just really goes to show they're people, you know, you could say good, bad, whatever, but they're making a judgment call. You should not let somebody else exercise your judgment. I, I did not take this seriously until about a week before the initial quarantine calls came because I went to CPAC. I met with Ted Cruz. And then when I went into my office the next day, everyone looked at me like I was patient zero. Yeah. And then I'm getting calls from everywhere and people are wanting statements on stuff. And I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm going home because my boss was like, I think you should go home. And I'm like, because I'm making everyone nervous. And then she's like, yeah, because you're making everyone nervous. I totally get it. And now two weeks later, I don't know when I'm going to be back in the newsroom. Uh, I've been told that at the, at the earliest, maybe April 3rd, but I have a feeling I'm I'm probably be seeing them when it starts snowing around here. (laughs) And it's uh, like, it's just, it's just so strange how this is because like, we, we're, we're fighting over what to call it. Okay, let's just call it the virus. Let's call it anything else. I mean, I, I was talking to the guy at my local comic book store, and I'm like, we'll just call this whole event Crisis on Singular Earths. I mean, th- what, what we're dealing with right now is something rather serious. And I feel, you know, for a lot of people that I know who are bigger pundits than I am, they're still like, oh, just wash your hands. It's just the flu. Don't be a bitch about it. And I'm like, guys, I'm willing to admit I was probably wrong about this because what's the point in being right when people are, I mean, what's the point in being right if people die because of your wrong assumption? Yeah. What was it, what was it that uh, somebody had said that there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be over five, he, he bet, he was willing to bet money there wouldn't be over 500 deaths. Oh and shit. I know who you're talking Starwar, about. Yeah. And Nick Starwar called him out and said, I'll take a $10,000 bet on that. Put your money where your mouth is, and he had to come like out American go, deaths oh, or deaths overall. American deaths. Oh yeah, because if he's counting Italy, like we're breaking at least. You know, yeah. I think today it was seven hundred, seven hundred people, and like I have family that went. Um, I mean, I have family in in Germany right now. They were in Vicenza, Italy, about a year ago. Now they're in Germany, where it's also getting really bad. And Angela Merkel's like fifty percent of the pop of the German people now are probably. Ha- have symptoms or at least they're hosting and i'm like this is weird two people two people in the past week i know got got i mean they they were told that they were positive for corona and you know a month ago i'm like no one we know will do this because you look at the numbers it's like a few thousand people i'm like well i've got a few million people that live in my area alone it's a numbers game and now it's like oh this is this is weird so i don't think i blame him as much I think is I think you know history is going to have a different opinion than I am probably, but right now I I don't think anybody saw this coming the way it was. And if you did, well, good job. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what to give you. 
a lot of people. Well, it's just are, like well, yeah. well, Biden put out a a whole thing uh, January fifteenth, writing about it, saying we need to get testing going because this is going to be a thing we need to get ahead of. And I think a lot of people were just saying that he was saying that because it was contrary to what Trump was saying, and therefore he was trying to make a a political position. That but says way less about right. Yeah, I mean that says way less about him. That says more about us. Yeah. I, I tell people all the time, I love nothing more than being wrong about something good happening. Mm-hmm. Like, what, 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 what are we really fighting against other than ourselves in that? Yeah. That's what makes this whole thing so, so difficult to do. Yeah, it's just, I think, yeah. And especially when we know Trump is how he is. I mean, the whole joke is there's always a tweet, right, with Trump, mm-hmm. that he's always, he's, he's taken both sides of every issue on everything in his whole life. I mean, he's a, He's a classic New York Democrat, you know, and, and a lot of people like to forget that. But, I mean, he said a lot of that kind of stuff when he was being he, that. And, and, he, when he, and he made his money with the mob, and so he yeah. learned a lot of those tactics. When he wanted to be something else, yeah. Well, I mean, we saw that with the impeachment. That was super transparent. All right, here we go. Going to be pretty soon at only five people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, that's not- soon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Might have taken continue. a swing and a miss on that one. Please Maybe continue. <laughs> pretty soon. No, pretty soon it's only going to be five people. Well, uh, and we could be at just one or two people over the next short period of time. Guys, only one or two period people over the next short period of time. This was uh, February 27th. So I don't know what he considers a short period of time. Uh, it's March 25th as of this recording. So it's, it's been less than a month. Is that short enough? Maybe he meant short period of time, like in a thousand years. you like, maybe he was thinking like on the calculus, you know, like infinite scale or, of time. Or in the next 15 minutes. It's 15 minutes. Well, what's, no. Uh, be, what, what's gonna... Bill Barr's famous quote? Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the thing is, is like he, he sees it here. He sees it 11, te, uh, 11 to 12 people is what he thinks, right? I mean, we know now hindsight, that's wrong. But, you know, I mean, even foresight, a lot of people were like, no, it, it's wrong. You know, and then he sees five people and he's like, oh, it's got to be down to one or two. I know what everybody else is saying, but I'm sure. It's well, I think the thinking was, and this is, this is where the flaw in his thinking comes in and, and, and that whole mindset uh-huh. is that, we have strong closed borders. This came from outside. We identified the people who brought it in. We got them quarantined. So this isn't going to spread. And it's like, that's not how it works because there's, you're always going to have somebody, even if the strongest border is you've got Americans who are traveling and going on vacations, they're coming back with it. And they're going to get no everybody clue infected. That this thing was airborne until like Tuesday yeah. of last week. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really live long on surfaces. It's more of an airborne type of thing. And mm-hmm. it, it's it, it, and the worst thing is, is that it's much more uh, virulent than the flu. Like uh, it takes almost nothing to get infected with it and it goes to town, but then it sits for 10 days, right? So you're, you're passing it on to other people for 10 days with no symptoms. Um, I mean, that's why I saw this. I think it was so from, fast. yeah, I mean, I think I saw this on the guardian today. Like they're having a hard time creating a cure for this thing because by the time they get a good sample that they could start messing around with it mutates like super fast. Yeah. Like people, yeah. I don't think, I think they just think that it's just a fever and shortness <clears throat> of breath. The problem with this is it opens up your immune system and that you get susceptible to a lot of other shit. Yeah. The only good thing about that, that mutating thing though, is that the mutating, um, 
I think some of the mutating strains that are happening are becoming very uh, less um, dangerous, like less virulent and less less damaging. So that because part of the mutation doesn't mean just because it mutates doesn't mean it gets worse. It could get yeah like almost nothing. So I think what we're seeing is a lot of people who are getting a cough and they have it and they don't know it, but they had a mutated version of it. And now they're getting the antibodies that are going to protect them from it. So that's going I think to help they're trying a lot to, of people. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to find something consistent though. Like I, I have yeah. not had a flu shot since 2017 and it's not because I believe that flu shots make you retarded or something. It's just because when you actually look into how they, you know, detect seasonal flu strains and everything else, it's like playing a, a game of roulette. Like I would much rather, yeah, yeah. Like I would much rather get the actual flu than take a risk of the flu shot because for me, and I'm just talking me as an individual. Each time I've gotten the flu, each time I ever got the flu shot, I always got the full on flu out of it. I always yeah. was worse because you didn't get a mild version. Shot. Yeah, you got you got the full. And, and, and I've got yeah. And my grandfather did that. He he got his flu shot and then five days later was dead. So and that's with something they're not doing hastily. Hastily. This is something that they'd be like, can we get one out real quick? It's like, ah, whatever's coming out of that box, I'm not sure if I want that. You know, like, I, I don't already like it as is, but it's like, I know the death percent is low, but it's high enough to- well, One of the things they're talking about doing is, is taking people who have had it and have now immunity to it and taking blood samples from them and using that blood to transfuse into other people to help kickstart their immunity to it, people who already have it, right? So they don't know if that'll work, uh, they think it'll work. They were my doing it for other it. things. Should I, should I get my dog's blood? <laughs> I wouldn't try that. No? All right. Well, you don't want to eat, and, no. and, and if you've got a, an aquarium, don't, <laughs> don't try going? to self-medicate. Where's this going? <laughs> don't self-medicate in the, with the cleaner stuff. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's an aquarium <laughs> cleaner that has, has that. Um, hydrochloroquine. Yeah, hydrochloric. It, it's a different version. It's not the same thing. And somebody right. decided to self-medicate with it. And, of course, they don't understand dosing and how much it really should be. And yeah, they end up dying from it. Yeah. Did they end up dying? Oh, there you go. They're dead. Somebody ended up dying. There's Disco. To think that your, your fishbowl cleaner was not uh, intended for straight consumption. That's unbelievable. Uh, So to, to put in perspective how wrong Trump was on February 27th, he says, Hey, we're down to five cases. A couple days, we could be down to one or two. February 29th, two days later, 68 confirmed cases. That was just for people who had taken the test. And now we go up to March 19th, and it was 13,000. To unleash the full power of the federal government through this effort today. This is March 13th. Sorry, I'm going to back it up a little bit. I want it feels like an eon ago. Right. Unleash the full power of the federal government through this effort today. I am officially declaring a national emergency. To release the full power of the federal government. Did, like, I, I just... It sounds so like Darth Vader, Emperor Palpatine, E for me. Like I just, could you not phrase it that way? I understand that's what you're doing, but it's like, like in the, it's, it's like, like a, re- it's <laughs> like, like a reverse erection. Who wrote this and had not seen like enough like villains in movies say that exact line to unleash the full power of it? Like anytime you say that, people are gonna be like, ah, you know, like that's just who is writing who who is writing this. I'm sure he would take credit for it if he got a good response, but I want to know who's actually writing this. See, this is a pandemic. March 17th, it's a pandemic. That was also the uh, famous Chinese uh, cross out there. A reporter just finished asking him, why do you keep calling it a Chinese pandemic? Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. It comes from China. 
say it like that. It's, it's like the way he says China too is so China. weird. Yeah, it comes from China. Okay, like also, it's somebody like a, said that that Trump could put his you know hands to his his eyes and do do the squeaky eyes and say Ching Chong Ching Chong, and everybody would just go, oh, "That's not racist." Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what was it? Uh, Hillary Clinton, back when she was running, said like, oh, I, I met Gandhi. Yeah, he was doing it. He was working at a gas station in the Bronx <laughs> or whatever. And it's like... Oh, Joe Biden's famous. You can't go into a 7-Eleven unless you can speak Indian or something like that. Oh, yeah. Unless you have a slight yeah. Indian accent. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't believe that... I don't think... I, I'm going to say this broadly. Yeah. I don't think Trump is a racist. I don't think he's calling it that for racist intentions. I just don't. I don't think, I, think he, I don't think any of these people are racist. <clears throat> so uh, I, I think what he's doing it for is nationalistic reasons. Sure. He's a nationalist. I, I, I would agree with that because look what was supposed to happen right now. We were supposed to start the phase the phase one tariffs, the phase one trade regulations. We were, you know, basically pushing China to actually concede on a lot of things. And then this happens. If you believe it was a bioweapon, then, oh, look at the timing. If you believe that this is just happenstance, oh, look at the timing. I mean, I, I, do, I will concede that's probably to, you know, gin up an enemy because, you know, when people can actually see a tangible enemy versus this invisible enemy, as he keeps calling it, good, good language points on that. I mean, it definitely does gin people up. But, I mean, like, not even a month ago, the Washington Post, MSNBC, Vox, CNN, uh, NBC, ABC, everyone was calling it the China, the China coronavirus, the Chinese coronavirus, the Wuhan virus. I mean, the Kung flu, ha. the Kung flu. I mean, it's all the, the fact that they are the ones trying to create a problem with this. It's almost like projection. Well, and well, he, he has pro- been called problem, out. The problem with this is, is that even when everybody stopped doing that, and he he made a point to try to make it a thing, right? So he wasn't saying Chinese China virus for a long time. He started doing that after everybody else had stopped doing it. But I think this goes to everybody's point that it's because there was a name, right? Because China yeah. tried to stick it to us. Yeah. So make it here, here's fault. the problem with with Trump and racism and things like that. Trump has said it and done a lot of racist things in his past. I don't think he did it because he's racist as much as he is just a ignorant bigot right archie bunker style so archie bunker i mean when you got him with a black person he didn't hate that black you know the jeffersons he ended up having relationships with he it's the people that you know those people are cool it's those others and then and then so he's just got this kind of bigoted mindset um that is old school it's from the it's from a relic of the past biden has a little bit of it himself but a lot of people that age have a little bit of that from when they grew up um it's it's fading out though i think the thing is is that type of mentality usually manifests itself in practice because the thing the thing about trump is he was very he hired minorities and and diversified before a lot of other people and a but lot he also, of C- he CEOs also got, and people that he entrusted with a lot of his companies were minorities and but and he also were, was caught was sued twice for not renting to black people he sure. he has said that he didn't want anybody but Jews counting his money i mean he's he's done and said a lot of things sure that uh, i mean I just it was the first part he was I mean, he wasn't managing the property in the rent situation. I know, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't like Donald Trump himself was singling out black people. And then for the other one, no, yeah, they I, said that they they yeah. got the orders from above. 
They they the said that. that I mean, it. It, it turned into a he said she said situation. Not I'm not discounting your point with that, but yeah. I think with this one, I think it has less to do with that. I think if it came from Iran, he would call it the Iran virus. I think if it came yeah. from anywhere, he would do that. Well, I don't. I, I think. think oh, but if I it think came if from America, he could make, if he he would could make an enemy. Virus. <laughs> yeah, if, he, if he could make an enemy out of somebody who he sees as an enemy by using this to do it, he would right. do it. So let's say we found out uh, that it didn't come from China. That it actually came from somewhere else. He would still want to do that because he's trying to make an enemy, and this is a, his way of doing that. I, instead I'm, of just I, saying, yeah. instead of just saying, let's just call it COVID nineteen. Let's just call it what the scientists have called it, and move on from that. He's trying to push a narrative that, in his mind, is going to help him in some way. I don't think we're disagreeing with each other at all. I, right. I've always no, been in either. the camp. Yeah, like I've always been in the camp that I actually think that Donald Trump is smarter than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. And with the media and the situation, he's always trying to pin people on their words. I mean, he, he, he's the master at this. The fact that, you know, they suddenly started attacking him for this and then everyone starts going after and finding the clips, finding the, the, the article headlines and everything else. Yeah. I mean, he's the master of projection. In that, I mean, that's how he took on Hillary Clinton. That's how he's done everybody in at this right. point. And I think he's trying to, you know, go for a one-two swing. If he can go ahead and put it on Xi Jinping for one, who he's still calling his best friend, who he has a great relationship with, and then he's also <laughs> going after the fake news, who probably shouldn't be in the press room because of social distancing. I think he's going to do it. And I mean, the, the man is the ultimate kamikaze pilot. He doesn't care what you do to him. You could shoot up there all you want. He's going to take you down. Yeah, he, the problem is I think that that only works for a while, and then that doesn't work anymore. It'll work I, for him. I definitely worry about the Republican Party post-Trump. I mean, is, that, oh, the, 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 the Republican Party the, post-Trump is dead. But um, the uh, I, I don't I don't think he he can maintain it so long because uh, every time he does something kind of like that, he's kind of irritating a different section of the of the of the of the populace. And eventually right. they're all going to get hit by something and then they're going to start saying them and they're seeing through the facade eventually. I think that once he gets reelected, we're rarely going to hear from him. I actually I think he's going to become a recluse in his second term, kind of like how Obama did. Don't you say I things unless you mean him re- though. That sounds beautiful. I don't think he gets reelected in any way. Well, this is that let, let us stick to ripping on Trump. This is all speculation. I, will, I, I look forward to that conversation, but get, let, let, <laughs> let's, let's give Trump his due. Let, he's being an idiot right now and talking, and I'd ra- let's please give him the respect and let him talk like an idiot. So you just want, what's that? You just want to give him all the air in the room. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're asking everyone to work at home if possible, postpone unnecessary travel. March 18th. And limit social gatherings to no more than 10 people. Yep. Back in February. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know, right yep. there, right there. He knows yep. what he's doing. Yeah. He knows exactly. Oh, he, what that's what. That's the thing is he was saying coronavirus, and then, and then when people, he he at some point just decided he wanted to make it a thing, and I don't I don't know why. I mean I know why, but it not it's not like. He just came up with that. I mean, it's something he was purposely trying to do as a as a as a point. Yeah. Right. He's he's trying to do something that he's trying to get something out of it, and it's just trying to. I think people are, were just saying, "No, let's push back on that one." So. Yeah. So who would try to politicize? It was so transparent. It was way transparent. 
So he tries to politicize the, the Democrats are trying to politicize the coronavirus. And then he goes and literally with the name coronavirus decides to politicize the coronavirus. That we went early. We went early. We went early. We could have had a lot more than that. We're doing great. Our country is doing so great. We are so unified. We're so unified right now. That might be the most ridiculous thing of all of it. That's actually the end of the video. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I think he might be right. They're they're more unified now than they've ever been as far as the left and the right. They came together with this bipartisan bill they just passed, and they and Trump's up there today giving praise to Chuck Schumer. And how Chuck Schumer's done such a great job with this. It's like, weren't you guys kind of like ready to kill each other a month ago? I mean, Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo were calling him a racist, sexist, bigoted, fascist, and now they're like, we have we have great relations. Look what they're doing for New York and California. It's like it's all it's all the showmanship of it. That's why I take nothing personally with this. It's all it's all an act. It's all an act. Oh, it, yep, it that, is all an act. It's and politics. everybody's just what pretend- it is. They, they, I guess politics is just the act of pretending you don't remember what we did last week. Like it's just it, it's just a constant. It's- it's I hope whatever you, don't you can what say in the moment to get people on your side. I mean, how many people have been in like an abusive relationship? I tend to think it's not too many, but we all behave like we've, we've all been like, yes, I, yes, I know. You just hit me when you're angry, sweetie. I know you didn't hit me this week. You've been amazing. Like, is this, like, is this, is this what Americans are now? Are we just yes. like used? We've just all been. So, so it's like, like he was, we were saying before, we have the government that we want. We, we don't consciously, you know, maybe want this, but subconsciously and, and yeah. by the way we act, the way we respond to these people who are running, this is what we put up with. This is what we allow to have happen. This is the government we choose. Uh, we have all the power. They have no power. We could, tell, we could vote them all out of office this next time. In November, you could vote out every single incumbent if you wanted to. It's not going to happen, but that's because they're doing something that you like that you want to have. So this is what we, we are. This is the people we are right now. It's hard So for me unless I, society has to change and, cha- right. and change their mindset in order for any of this to change, we're not going to be able to, you know, like we were talking about um, term limits, term limits are going to do anything right. because if you could get term limits passed, you could get these people voted out. Yeah. This is, and, and as soon as they start doing things, because on one, one part of me wants to say, well, they don't let libertarians even debate. They don't let them on the stage. They try to keep them off the ballot. They change the rules. They whatever. And so people don't really, you know, the, the right choice doesn't really get a fair chance. But then at the same time, we can see them doing those things to libertarians and say, hey, knock it off. And we still choose to not tell them to knock it off by voting them out of office. I, I mean, this was all, everything we're talking about this, this was the point in my second book, How Succeed in Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship. I mean, I focus primarily on George Wallace in that book. But I mean, the thing is, we have to start taking more, blames on, more blame on ourselves for things. Like when Wallace ran, he, he, you know, he was the guy who was like the leader of the segregationist movement. Then he's tried saying that he was never a part of that and that that was his old life. Then he tried instituting all these terrible policies when he was running for president in 1968. And like a third of the country actually went ahead and voted for him, knowing who he was. Like this is a person who will go ahead and meander to do whatever he has to do. And the people allow it. The only reason why George Wallace did so many terrible things is because people reelected him over and over and over again. And it was not for a lack of choices.
I yeah, there there was something that people wanted to have him in there, right? I mean, there were riots because of Wallace, right, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't like he wasn't a polarizing figure. Yeah, it, it yeah, he's lightning rod. Well, guys, uh, Trump has uh, given you his very firm stands on the coronavirus. You should be very impressed with his leadership because he put his foot down and just said, "Well, it's consistency you know, that's the, yeah. the, the important thing." Right. right, and he's con- he's been so consistent about. I mean, everything from the name of the virus to how much of a danger it is to the treatments right. to the. So, so you're gonna you're gonna hear something that I'm actually gonna give credit to Trump for, is that he actually at some point had the come to Jesus meeting, or understanding that this is serious and I need to start acting seriously about it, and he did. He he was willing to take the hit on his political, you know, flip floppity. Uh, to do that now, I don't think he invests that much into that process because he knows if he can. Right now, he, gets, he was still being like, "No, this is a democratic." Yeah, case. can you imagine? If, can you, well, we got people defending somebody else who said that in a in a newsletter recently, uh, still defending him for that. So I will still defend him. I don't like his word choice of hoax in the title, but the article's good. I, I still, think there's still bad will, things in that article. I, I think. Yeah, I think this is his Hurricane Sandy moment. This is his 9-11 moment. I mean, when I saw Dana Bash and Joe Scarborough say that Trump is the leader we need in the situation, that's when I went full-on bizarro world. I'm like, <laughs> this is it. Everything, like, we don't even I, talk about Biden right now. <clears throat> no, one t- no one cares about Bernie Sanders. This is all about him, and people are giving him more credit than they are giving him anything that's a form of a criticism. I think I, I see different numbers, though. I see different numbers where I see the majority of people do not believe anything he's saying at this point, like the, the majority of people who polled in, in Gallup polling. His, his approval numbers haven't risen that much. They've risen to from 40% to 43%. He's not... You know, I don't think he's getting that big bounce from this because there is that stuff that happened ahead of time where, um, and we talked about earlier on the, on the earlier show about how he did so many things that made us in a worse position to re- respond to something like this. How is he getting right. any credit then? Why is, why is anybody thinking of him more positively? Just because things are bad and he exists? I mean, no, because, I looked at... Because they know, they know that he did things, actively did things, that put us in a worse position and then didn't respond fast enough when the, the doctors and the medical pe- people were saying, we need to do something. So that's proving and he kept playing point. it off for weeks. I, I mean, I saw, yeah, I saw multiple polls today. And I mean, the Washington Times, we put out a report about poll where it's uh, amongst Republicans, almost 99% approval yep. amongst moderates, 50% Democrats, 30%. I mean, the thing is, one, I don't trust the polls anywhere. Ultimately, what I'm looking at is this. Historically, when you've had an incumbent, whether unpopular or not, and he's around the same numbers that Obama was around this time of year. I mean, this is ironic. We're not as close to when Hurricane Sandy happened in uh, 20 in uh, 2012. And, you know, Bush was just into year one when 9-11 happened. But this is where he gets his big leader moment. This is where the, all that happens. And people but are going the, the, to forget so much about it. They'll just remember the guy that gave them money. No, because what's going to, it's going to be the same thing that happened to Bush Senior. Remember, remember him? He had the seventy-four percent approval rating for going into Iraq. I wasn't Iraq even the first a time. twinkle in my father's eye. <laughs> he, he invaded Iraq, Oldie. and um, to, to get, kick him out of Kuwait, 
And he had a 75% approval rating in this country. And within six months, he was voted out of office and his approval rating was in the 30s. I understand your point. I think it's a bit different because no one cares about what happens overseas. When it's a domestic issue, on the other hand, when you see it actually happening on the home front, we get the rebound effect. For Bush, it was 9-11. And, you know, his whole thing going into into the 2004 election was, do you want to switch commander-in-chief's mid-war? Even though he and completely he, he screwed up the situation even worse, but with and Obama, he almost didn't win. You're right, he and didn't with, win. you know, I got I got to introduce you guys to my friend Andrew Meyer, the Don't Taze Me Bro guy. He actually has a great mm-hmm. theory on oh, how right. Carrie actually. Yeah, he, he taught me how to be a journalist. Um, he he actually has a really good theory that Carrie won the 2004 election. It was just some cheating and abnormalities. I'm off on a tangent. Die like, machines. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like with oh, yes, yes, absolutely right. With um, yeah, I mean, with with Obama in 2012, like I actually, I genuinely believe that Romney won that election because oh, the Obamas were moving out of the White House. It wasn't until Hurricane Sandy and a bunch of other stuff happened where Obama, who was you know hitting his lowest points in his popularity, suddenly rebounded because he was French kissing Chris Christie. I mean, I think when we look at things that happen domestically, it always goes in favor of the incumbent. And regardless of how bad he messed this up, right, he messed all it you up. need. He messed it up. It's like you're saying it's his big moment, but if you mess up on your big moment, aren't you supposed yeah, to pay is, the price for is, that? How many, is it the, how many, is it the how Sandy many, moment or is it the Brownie moment? Either or, people are going to remember the guy that sent them a check. I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree. What I'm saying is I don't necessarily understand why. Like, I get, like, I, I totally get it. I get the rebound numbers. I, like, I see them. I accept the information. I'm just having trouble computing, like. The thing, the thing is, is that. Robert would be like, this right. is the perfect man in the perfect position. I'm just you like. You understand, people like that, though, they are so weird about that stuff. I've seen, like, it happened after 9-11 where these people are like, Bush is doing this great thing. But Bush actually got ahead of it you know, immediately and was like a leader. Trump hasn't been that. So I don't know if I'm going to, we're going to see a long-term thing from this. I think this is going to be more like her, like a Katrina and good job Brownie and things like that, that really hurt uh, Bush. Right. Right. So, so I don't know how it's going to play out yet. I don't see him doing anything that's super leadership wise, other than finally listening to Fauci and kind of doing what he should be doing. Uh, in a number of ways, but he's still up there lying, right? So you can keep pointing to his lies while he's standing up there giving conference. Like we're, we're, we're testing more people than South Korea. I'm like, not per capita, you know, by numbers, just cause we're like, there's a size of times the size of them. They're the size of our two biggest States combined. Right. So, so yeah, we're doing more in numbers, but we're not, we're instead of one of every 200 people getting, uh, tested we're doing one of every 700 people so we're still not even matching that but he's stating this stuff because he he wants to make the bites but he's getting called out on it and i don't those other people when they did their leadership moments that you're talking about they did the right things to get through it they did the things that made them look good and didn't lie about a bunch of stuff and and they made it through looking like an actual leader and that's what people wanted to gravitate to they said we we'll, you know when push comes to shove he stood up and was a good leader i don't know if anybody's going to say that about trump in two I w- months. I oh, they, they absolutely will it will be yeah. the same people that will always die on the hill for him it'll be the same people that he's but, always the bad guy with he's going to pull up clips of bill maher saying it's worth a recession 
if Trump loses re-election. It's worth a disaster as long as Trump loses his re-election. And of this, I think, you know, as, as to tie it all kind of back together, I think it says more about us than it certainly does about him. Because ultimately, people are going to have to make a choice. And they're going to forget too much and just focus on the things that they want to remember. And that's the scary but, but thing about the it. Opponents, the opponent, I mean, you got Bloomberg who's going to be hitting him hard with a lot of money who's going to be doing the same thing in reverse, right? So you've got the people who are going to say, you know, look at these people who are attacking him, but he's going to come back with all the stuff saying, look at all the stuff that, that Trump did. So you're not going to get a chance to forget it because they're going to put it out there. But remember, uh, I, he, he that won. Didn't, that didn't matter in 2016. That didn't but matter. But he won 2016 only because Hillary was so hated and he barely won. He had 70,000 votes. I don't, had gone I, differently. 70,000 votes. And, Joe Biden is a trash wins. individual. He's like, not I, a trash individual. I am sorry, but he's one of he's. Oh man, this is the weirdest thing. The the guy lost his wife. He yep. worked for the government his whole the whole time. He, he went back and forth, and was one of the lowest paid. Low had the had like the uh, the lowest wealth of any senator for decades. Okay, you haven't and, said anything about like John for the government. He yeah. takes, he's taking care of his son's kid who died, okay. you know, he, so he does a lot of things that I don't like, but it doesn't mean that he's a trash person because of it. What do you think it, of John McCain? I think John McCain was, uh, had a lot of horrible, bad ideas and, but he was also a war hero and he was doing what he thought was the best thing to do for his thing. Okay. You're consistent. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, see, here's my, here's my thing. My belief is that most of the people who go into politics are doing it for a reason. They, and they're not doing it for nefarious reasons or personal re- selfish reasons. They're doing it because they think they're doing what's best for the country. And with the things they vote on th- are the things that they really think are the right things. That makes me hate Joe Biden even with, more. <laughs> but I can <laughs> disagree with that. If he thinks that them, any of that is right that he's done – like, I mean, come on, like straight plagiarism, like saying his wife got killed by a drunk driver, like when his son. But no, like, no, no, that's, really that's, no, could, that's not fair because he believes he's that his wife about was killed his by a dying driver. son's last right. words. The do it for me dad quote was a lie. All the yeah. nurses said it was a lie. All the doctors said it was a lie. Even Hunter Biden couldn't say whether or not it was true. He likes to make himself the hero of his own story. He lies about committing extortion. He, like he's a scumbag person. What extortion are you talking about? The, 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 we talked about where he said, remember he gets up and he's like, well, those guys were like, okay, well, we'll take that money now. And he's like, you ain't getting a dime of it unless you fire that prosecutor. And they're that like, that was in the bill that was, that they, that the Congress signed. Congress signed it. Yeah. To, to say like, okay. And he's like, okay, well, I will give you the money. Well, if you well, fire that guy. Well, yeah, if you don't get kill, rid of the corrupt uh, prosecutor, we're not going, Osama. we're going to enact this policy that was in the bill. He didn't want to kill Osama bin Laden because if they didn't kill Osama in that moment, he knew he wasn't going to get reelected with Obama. I don't but, think they should have killed Obama, killed Osama bin Laden. I think they should have captured his ass. Osama, Osama, Osama. I almost said Obama. I know. Obama, Obama. That's bad. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying these. Same they have flaws. Every politician has flaws. Like there, it's one thing to have flaws. It's another thing part, being a lying no, no, no. sack of shit. And that they're is what politicians, of course, they're lying sack of shits. Okay, so then they're all bad people. Reasons. You're only helping me prove my point. But no, no, he no. is the, the king they're, of They're the going to do things shit. to make themselves look better because they have to for the public to get them to vote for them. So every single politician is out there trying to present themselves as being the best person that they could be. And they're doing everything they can to make that happen. 
and people are getting are are now finding out this stuff apparently they didn't realize that this is how it works but yeah they do that i don't know any politician that doesn't do that he is a piece of trash and i'm sorry that you disagree i think they're all pieces of trash i'm consistent as well remzo i think they're all garbage <laughs> Reinhold believes Trump is garbage and Biden is not. So, you know, I, I, I don't I think, think here's the thing, too. I don't like Trump. I think Trump is a sociopath, but I don't think he's a piece of garbage. You don't think being a sociopath? Okay. Well, uh, okay. I'll, I'll let somebody, you know what? I'm going to let the audience iron out the mental gymnastics on that one where you can no, be no, no, no. sociopath. I can explain but not it for trash. So, so he takes care of his family. He's a good person in that way. He does. He takes care of people he knows. Like there's somebody who lost their house and he was putting them up in his hotel for free. Yeah, he does things that are horribly wrong and stupid and, and for wrong reasons. But that doesn't, he's not out trying to hurt other people either. You just, right? you got a heart of gold, Reinhold. Well, guys, that is the end of our bashing Trump. Uh, it ends with Reinhold kind of defending Trump at the end, which is just about, this is, this is a weird conversation. It's about how it is. So that's the way it goes. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining. We got Remzo, obviously Remzo Martinez, the Remzo Republic by his book, uh, Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a great one and it is very enlightening and you will probably stop worshiping devils. It's a good one for your non-libertarian friends. Uh, Reinhold, of course, you got him here on Weird Libertarians Weekly on the Big Tuesday shows, always willing to do my shows as well. Uh, I hope his time's not valuable because Galdern do I use a lot of it, but, we, <laughs> but he is a, he's a genius of the highest order and I consider him as such. And even though I'm right, uh, it, it's okay and we're still friends. So yeah, I'm Hody Guys signing off. You all have an enjoyable day.